1: Welcome into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. You can find us all over the place. I'm just going to get this out of the way real fast. Today. All over the place. Uh, we got Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Omni, Radio.com, 1080 social media. I'm at lynch 27 on Twitter, Patrick's at pvd 85 on Instagram, and we have a Beers on Us Instagram page now, which is just Instagram.com slash Beers on Us. So go follow us there if you haven't yet and you use Instagram. Uh, we post uh, random things that we've been drinking throughout the week as well as little pictures when we post the podcast as well um we've been having a lot of fun this month doing episodes and it's it's been funny because we're not really planning very well right now <laughs> and we're just kind of like hey let's do oh hey let's do this uh but we're still having a lot of fun we still want to get back out and doing all the on location stuff which has kind of faded over the last couple of months but um we'll get back into that once we get a little bit more time again but uh i think this was literally this is the latest we've decided what we were doing on a podcast definitely i i Was doing my normal morning routine. I had just gotten done with the workout. I was getting ready to shower and leave. And I was like, man, we still haven't talked to each other. (laughs) We still have not said what we're going to do. So I was like, I'm text Patrick. Hey, I'm going to John's Marketplace to get beer of the week. It's my beer of the week week this week. When I get there, I'm just going to see if I can think of something. Right? See if I'm inspired. See if I can be creative in John's. Well, I was creative in the car after raging at very, very slow, bad drivers, uh, which is I want to do. But uh, the thought that popped into my head was dueling banjos. I don't know why that popped into my head. Um, I, I have no idea where it came from. And then I went, okay, well, that's a funny term to think in your head randomly, Mr. Lynch. Could you come up with a creative idea around that? And I was like, okay. Um, really, really weird conversation I'm having with myself, by the way. And I'm like, how about we get two beers of the exact same style from different breweries and... I don't know, pit them up against each other and not like, in a all one's going to suck. One's going to be good way, but just like, how are they different? They are the exact same style of beer uh, from two different breweries. How are they different? What are the things that we notice when they're next to each other? We haven't really done anything specifically like this. I don't think we've had the tasting room where we've tried a bunch of different beers. Um, We've done the let's experiment, but that has been a lot less about this. Uh, Although I guess we could probably put this under the Let's Experiment umbrella if we wanted to. Um, I was just thinking... Like, what What would be an interesting, like, kind of, it's almost like a game show, right? Like, I was trying to think of, like, what would be a fun little game show kind of thing we could do for an episode, and here we go. So, uh, this might, this is working title for now. We might think of something more creative, but uh, because I thought of dueling banjos and because neither of us could think of anything better, we're going to call this dueling bureaus. <laughs> dueling bureaus. Uh, and that's going to be the the topic of the week. I'm cool with that. Like, this well, works. I, I called you, and I was like... What do, you, what do you think about that? And you're like, what? I didn't see your text. And I was like, <laughs> well, great start. <laughs> well, I, I I thought you meant
0: the text of I'm going to go to John's and find the beer of the week and I'll see if I can get creative.
1: <laughs> yes. I saw that one. <laughs> and I called him. I like, said, so what do you think? And you're like, what? <laughs> like, Sounds what? great. Sounds great. And I was like, B- is that like part? Of, like, do you want to do that? He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and so that I was lost. That shows you just how, how much we've prepared for this week's episode. But uh, so what we have in front of us is we have two different beers, both of the exact same style, of course, because it is the time of year that it is. This is actually the easiest style to find right now. Uh, and it's my favorite. That's not true. Uh, it's the Imperial Stout. And uh, both of these are labeled just Imperial Stout. They are not bourbon barrel aged. They are not like chocolate imperial stouts or vanilla imperial. They are just labeled imperial stout. We have the ecliptic ort, and we have the barrelic night howler uh, in front of us. So that, that will be our dueling bureaus for the day. Dueling bureaus. Did you have anything interesting in your week in beer before we dive into this? I don't think I did anything crazy. I did try a tiramisu stout by ecliptic, which was quite good. Um mm. uh, that was uh, interesting. Uh, I saw that, and I was like, ooh, ooh, tear me soused out. Okay, okay. Uh, and I mem- remember when we went to Laurelwood last year, and we did the Taster Tray, and it was mm-hmm. around this time of year, and they had their Seasons Change beer. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I do remember that.
1: It, it sounded like it would be pitch black, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was like almost like a hazy amber in color. Yeah. I had that again this oh. year. It was in bottle. Was it good? Yeah, it was cool. great. I had it, and um, I also, uh, now that I remember... The most expensive beer that I purchased this weekend was the uh, Block 15 Oud Bruin. Oh. And uh, I didn't know what I was getting into. I didn't know what to expect. They said it was very different from other Oud Bruins that I'd done before. It was uh, very sour. Yeah.
0: It was like, that's a, that's a dangerous beer for you
1: to buy there, Mike. Well, yeah. Well, it said there were going to be some sour elements, and I've been better with sours recently. Um, and then it was like, oh, but there's going to be flavors of like... Uh, of like all these like dark beer flavors were in there and i was like "Ooh, it's gonna be interesting a mix yeah it was really sour <laughs> i mean it wasn't bad but it was like this is a sour beer <laughs> i'm not getting much of your like weird tobacco cherry smoke flavors you were talking about there block 15 my jowls
0: hurt <laughs> yeah this
1: is sour but i finished it because i'm a, I'm a good boy yeah uh, so that was my weekend in beer but I, I very much enjoyed the tiramisu stout from ecliptic it was good
0: uh, let's see. Well, I've had some things bounced around. I've had, uh, I had this, there's a new tall boy of a Bale Breaker beer out. That's a hundred percent ingredients from Bale Breaker from their farm. Gosh, I can't remember what it's called, but it just hit the streets like yesterday. I think that was delicious. Um, stoop brewing is, stoop? uh,
1: stoop S T O U P. Like stoop kids afraid to leave a stoop. Sure. Patrick's never seen Hey Arnold, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm He's sorry. never seen Hey Arnold. Sorry. What is wrong
0: with him? Um Yeah, Stoop Brewing, which is a brewery out of Seattle. They're actually right around the corner from Rubens. Um, I had an IPA from them yesterday, which was quite phenomenal. And I saw that Tulip Shop still has that Cloudburst Pale. Mm. Maybe they got another keg. I might have to swing by and have one of those.
1: Again. You are enjoying that one <laughs> quite a bit.
0: Well, it's been a little while. I mean, it's 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 been maybe... A week or two since I've
1: had one. Well, and you've also uh divulged a secret that you drank a hazy yesterday from your own brewery I as did, well. I
0: did, I did, but that was more for, you know, market research.
1: Uh huh, sure. Yeah. Sure. It, it was all
0: it was all right. I I thought it was cool. Uh Mutual Admiration is a collab we did with Sun River. Uh just tapped yesterday. Uh cool cool thing we're doing. We're doing twenty six collabs in twenty twenty for our ten year anniversary. Twelve of them are with breweries from out of state and they're being packaged in 22s and draft, and then 14 are breweries in-state um, that are just draft only, and all be, all batches are being test-batched at Slapdown. That's cool. So I will get to taste all 26 of them. Very nice. And we tapped the first one, which was a hazy IPA with Cloudburst, and then we tapped a Juicy Pale with Sun River, and I drank a Crowler. It's not bad. I mean, I'm not a hazy guy. No, I drank it. I, I, I enjoyed think, it.
1: I think from what we're learning is that you are – Either either hazies are changing to, for you, or you are slightly changing your palate to accept hazies a little bit. Because you you have enjoyed hazies more in the last two months than I've ever heard. You used to be like, blah, no. Well, some of them, and now you're like, hey, I drank like five hazies last week. Well, so, so
0: of the same one because it was the only one that was good. That I think I think I'm I'm still pretty picky. But if I can get some hop character, some bitterness, I'm okay with the softness.
1: All right, uh, remember a, that, the
0: Fremont collabs in the tank right now, and that stout is already at 10.2%. Excuse me. Yes,
1: Th- I was not aware that this was happening. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's in the tank right now.
1: Can I? Okay,
0: well, that's the Fremont collab, and then it's. I'm going, very,
1: very excited about that.
0: And then it's going to be packaged in 22s, and there may or may not be some barrel aged beer blended into it. Yeah, <laughs> made a pilsner with Josh Freem.
1: I'm really excited about that. I need new pants. <laughs> I need I need new pants. My beer pants have overflowed. Um, yeah, so
0: I've been drinking a lot of IPAs lately, those India Pale Ales. I know that's, that's a, quite shocking to a lot of you out there. What an interesting style that you would drink. <clears throat> uh, and I've been crushing some Free Pilsner cans. Yeah,
1: and I've been drinking a lot of stouts. Because that so.
0: S is delicious.
1: Because this is my time of year in beer. And whenever I go to these places, it's like, ooh, new stout. Ooh, new barrel-aged stout. Ooh, new porter. See, ooh, new dark beer.
0: That's why you should get on the IPA train, because it's all year round. Ooh, I did go to the woodworker thing at Barrelick over the
1: weekend. I saw those on the uh, shelf today, but mm-hmm. I did not purchase. I, I went to that. Me and the lady
0: went, and we had some beers. They had some IPAs on that um, uh, were very, very delicious, and I, the names are escaping me I would now. hope
1: you also tried some of their
0: woodworker barrel-aged stouts. Yeah, I tried some of it. I bought a gift from my mother. Oh. Yes, because they had all these little booths with all these people that make their own crafts. That's cool. Yeah, my mom doesn't listen to this, so
1: she, it's totally cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, she won't have any echoes. Of course, she'll listen to, like, this episode. <laughs> no, mom doesn't even know what a podcast is. <laughs> well, someone's going to be like, hey, look,
0: I told, play. I, I told mom that you and I were doing a podcast, and she's like, that's so great. That's cool. And then now she only asks me, how's the podcast? And I'm like, podcast is good so is radio and she's like oh right you do radio too and you're like
1: oh god mom she thinks it's the same thing <laughs> well I mean there's similarities I suppose but uh, anyway so any any beer that you're drinking uh, we saw a couple get sent to us um, on Instagram this week I saw uh, one of you I forget who it was uh, I think it was Blake one of our, our main P1s tagged us in a a story that had um oh my god Thank Michael. What was the brewery? Stickman. You, yeah, Stickman. I'm looking Thank at you. it right now. I was going to say, you used to work next to it. Uh, yeah, Stickman Brewing, which I have not had in a very, very long time. Uh, I had it once or twice, kind of back when they opened, That I was not a huge fan. Um, but uh, uh, Blake said he enjoyed the beer that he had, so uh, maybe it's worth giving him a try again. Sure, why not? Who knows? Um, So send us in those pictures on Instagram, or you can send us stuff, you know, on your own on social media as well, or whenever you're drinking your beer that you want to share. All right, let's get into dueling bureaus, 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 Dueling bureaus. bureaus. And uh, what... We're going to pour them side by side so we can truly kind of like jump back and forth and see what the difference is. I don't know if that's the best way to do it, but I feel like that's the most appropriate way if we're actually going to compare strictly the differences, if we can be like, hey, this flavor has this and this flavor has this, and it's going to be a little bit different. So that's kind of, is that a good idea? I wasn't listening. Oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not just doing a podcast or anything.
0: I was looking at the kind people mentioning things uh, on Instagram to us. Yeah,
1: and also responding to a text message and playing Mario Kart at the same time. No, I
0: was doing that before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was saying, is it smart to pour these and have them side by side and like have a sip versus a sip so you get a true difference? Oh, yeah, totally. Or is that tough for your palate?
0: No, I'm okay with that. It's just really funny because I was like, uh, I've already just opened the second one, so I hope we're doing them at the same time.
1: <laughs> oh, we're off to a rousing yeah, start today. Yeah,
0: killing it today, man. I gotta go to
1: work. Uh, so do I. But, um, all right, so we got the two beers in front of us. On our left, in the larger pint glass, we have the Oort from Ort. Ecliptic, the Imperial Stout. Does it have any flavorings on the on the bottle? Oort is named after the mysterious region
0: of our solar system that breeds comets. Well, that's kind well, of cool. cool. Massive amounts of roasted barley and chocolate malts were combined with three types of caramel malts for a rich, Full mouthfeel. Chinook Cascade and Sterling Hops lend a balanced, bitterness, and subtle hop flavor to this brew that's as black as the vacuum of space.
1: I love their branding and I love that they, everything is based on space. I think yeah. it's really cool.
0: Uh, Berelick, on the other hand, the Night Howler. I feel like we've had this before. We probably have. In the dead of the night, darkness comes alive. The Night Howler, wails Death's Lullaby. It's malt character rich, hop character mellow, overall balance closer to bitter than sweet.
1: Okay, so it does sound like they're going to be pretty similar. Neither of them promote... There's no u- adjuncts. Yeah, using any sort of specific flavors. So let's start with the Oort. Oort! As uh, as the first beer that we will have. Uh, I've had this beer many times. It is... Uh, I want to say it's not year-round, but this will last longer on the shelf and will be produced throughout more of the year Yeah, uh, as an Imperial Stout than their other dark beers will. So oftentimes I'll find this, like in march and i'll be like "Ooh, i can still have an imperial stout and it's usually this one so uh, this is one that i've had quite a bit i enjoy it quite a bit but i haven't had it in a while so it'll be nice to try it
0: Ah, uh, that first taste of beer of the day <laughs> being imperial <a> stout, stout. <laughs> <laughs> i was like
1: whoa what up dude it's got a very sweet smell to it though it does It very does.
0: caramely it is very rich um i mean i i, I think in their descriptor they know that it. It, it's got a very full mouthfeel uh, I don't get a ton of, I'm not getting a ton of hop character, but I'm getting kind of a nice kind of spiciness.
1: Yeah, there's there's a good kind of cut of the sweet, because it's a very sweet beer, mm-hmm. um, but it cuts with the hops at the end, I think. I don't know if it it lends a lot of hop bitterness to it, but it's just smoothing out the really sweet characters of, like, the caramel malt or the, uh, or the chocolate malt in there. I think it's very smooth, very drinkable. It's got, like, some fruity notes to it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that one. I like when stouts I think I've talked about this before, but I like when they have all those different layers where you're like, mm-hmm. hey, we got this this little chocolatey. Oh, there's a little bit of bitterness. Ooh, there's a little bit of fruit. Yeah, kinda cool. al- almost
0: almost all over the place, but like a controlled all over the place.
1: All right, so let's let's switch to the other one then, because now that we've had that, we've got that flavor in our mouth, we understand what we're looking for. Let's switch to the bear like the night howler. The smell is very different. It's a lot less sweet on mm-hmm. the nose. The 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 or is a very sweet smelling beer. This beer is... Oh, it's very different.
0: Less rich. Yep. Um, I pref- I like the mouthfeel of this one better. It's a little thinner, um, but not too thin. It's just thinner in comparison, which I kind of dig. Very roasty. A little chalky.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is it? I, I was almost going to say like barley, but I don't know if that's the right kind of way to, to say it. Roasty is a good way to say it, whereas the Oort Imperial Stout is... Really rich and has, you can tell there's some like sweet stuff going on in there and it's kind of bitter or maybe cut at least a little bit towards the end. This one is pretty steady throughout the entire Mm. sip. It's not changing too much. It's just good. You get the, you get a roasty character. It is a good mouthfeel. I think, I think I prefer the mouthfeel of the Ort just for my own personal taste. Um, I think you prefer the second one the Night howler because it's a little bit more. Uh, like a beer that you would normally drink in yeah. the way that it's going through the palate.
0: Yeah, I think I think the ecliptic one is a lot more complex. Um, I think there's a lot more layers to it. I think this the bearlick might be a little more balanced, a little better balanced.
1: Yeah, I think the bearlick is probably easier to drink. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the the big key for that one. If you yeah. would like to, if you're down to get a little bit shwasted <laughs> and you want to be able to drink a couple of these. That would be easier to do with the Night Howler.
0: Yeah, which is funny because it's almost 2% heavier. Is it really? In ABV, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> this is 8.5. Uh, the Cliptic, sorry, is 8.5 and the barrelic is 10.
1: Hmm. That's very interesting, actually. Because if you just tasted them without knowing you would think the ecliptic was more definitely alcoholic
0: and I and I don't get 10% from
1: No, that's the Berlick. That's kind of like what I was saying is it doesn't feel to me as if it's a 10% beer It feels more like a lager. Yeah turned into an imperial stout, which is interesting Um, So how would you like to create the dueling aspect of this is there do you want to like create categories that are like Mouthfeel or depth we should or pour rivers? them in the
0: same glass <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm joking. Oh my god! <laughs> Mix be, them together and let them fight it out. No, it would be terrible. You sure? We do not. I do not believe in mixing beers. You sure? I'm positive. Okay,
1: I believe you. Can, you. you can do whatever you want. I, no, I'm not. Wait, these are both tasty beers. I don't want to uh, ruin I, part of it because I I'm, yeah. I, I want to eat. I, I want to be a creative and weird scientist over no, here. No, I'm
0: not interested in that at all.
1: Okay, so. Um, This will Uh, obviously change per category that we do this with because like there's really no hop character in either of these beers because well, they're stouts, but um, I would say we could do overall, which we prefer, we could do drinkability, we could do complexity, and we could do, I mean, hell, we could do like can artwork, like we could just do that too if you want, so there's our four categories for today. We'll start with the can artwork. For me, Ecliptic is the winner on this one. I love Ecliptics uh kind of like shimmery labels mm-hmm. and they 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 all have a similar look because they're uniform across the board. Yeah. But they're all named after different things in the solar system and they have a different planetary object of some sort uh on each bottle. So I think I'm going to vote for that one for the look.
0: I'll stick with that too. It is congruent amongst amongst the company brand. Um, you know, when you're looking at an ecliptic beer, I mean, for the most part, you know, when you're looking at a like beer, um, cause it has the, you know, their intricate symbol in the center in the like top center. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I like just the whole concept John's got going on at ecliptic with the stars and all that stuff. I'm Intr- wondering when that will run out if ever.
1: Well, well probably not. There's a- space is infinite. <laughs> There's a vast amount of things you could use. Interestingly enough, if you hold them up next to each other, they look identical. Like, they've got the same head character, they've got the exact same color, um, they've got kind of the same carbonation going on. They look identical to me. Yeah. I'm not seeing even one difference. Like, it's the same color, (laughs) which is interesting. Um, Okay, so next one was drinkability. I'm going to give that to Berelic. Berelic is a way more drinkable Imperial Stout, even with the ABV being higher on this one. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Just because it, it, in your mouth, it, it feels smoother. The Ecliptic is just a lot. Thicker, it's a lot heavier. It's rich. Yeah. I and I prefer rich things like food and Mm -hmm. drink. Like it's my favorite type of thing. I my wife is always like, isn't that too rich for you? I'm like, there's no such thing as too rich. No such thing. So for me, that's kind of my go-to, but I know that the night howler is more drinkable. Mm -hmm. It it has a more drinkable feel in it. Complexity, I'm going ecliptic. Uh, there's way more depth of flavor there. That's not to say that the night howler is lacking in that sense, it's just not brewed to be that depth of flavor. I think the ecliptic one is meant to be a kind of a roller coaster ride every time you take a sip. Whereas the Night Howler is a consistent, drinkable Imperial stout that's just good throughout.
0: Yeah, I'm now that I'm taking more and more sips of this ecliptic, uh, the hop character is really nice in it. Um Berlich, I mean, even it even says on the side of their can that the hop character is closer to mellow than insane. So that just might be the base design of it. Um but as a hop head, you know, once those hops start to shine in a beer, you know, you're gonna attract me
1: a little bit more. So we've agreed so far. Ecliptic's got two wins. Berelic's got one win, but that does not mean that they are winning the official opening dueling bureaus. Dueling Bureaus. Which are you choosing as your preferred beer out of these two? Um, I think oof. all of a sudden that hop <laughs> character has made you a little bit yeah, more interesting. If, huh? if
0: it were if it were just me, I would probably gravitate more towards the night howler, but I think I like the ecliptic better.
1: How what? Yeah, I know. If it was just me?
0: Yeah, like if, if it were me drinking, me choosing for me to drink, I would probably pick the barrel. Oh,
1: but you're saying as I, a beer as a whole. Yeah,
0: but I think the Ecliptic might be a better
1: beer. I think that's also what I'm going to choose. Uh, it is more towards my style of Imperial Stouts, but I just love that complex. Every time I take a sip, I'm like, ooh, that's kind of different. Ooh, yeah. that's kind of new. There's a lot going on in it. And uh it's just really good so if you i'm assuming you if you've drink if you've had stouts before you've had the ort because it's been around for a while uh the night howler i think it's their second year, second on the year? Night howler. Yeah. the we talked about it last year i feel like so <laughs> mm-hmm. if you haven't had that yet go give that a try as well if you're into imperial stouts like yours truly but uh the first winner of the dueling bureaus, bureaus. is the, the drum roll dueling please bureaus. ecliptic brewing what is what is happening Trying to make a picture. Oh, okay. Ecliptic Brewings Ort. Woo-hoo! Imperial Stout, the first winner of the Dueling Bureaus. I thought it was interesting. I think it's an interesting idea. We could probably do that down the road with other types of styles as well, right? Yeah, why not? Um, and I was thinking, if we wanted to do this, we could do, as we get closer to the tournament, which we would not be able to label ourselves in the podcast, but uh, the tournament of college basketball playing, uh, we could do kind of a... You can't say... <laughs> i mean we, we probably could there's no rules for podcasts right you could curse too but um we could probably do like a bracket of sorts yeah and uh maybe you guys listeners could give us ideas of like what the rankings of certain beers should be or we can kind of do like style brackets like there's an ipa bracket and a stout bracket and this and that and then
0: domestic <laughs> american lagers no <laughs> i don't want to do that i want to do that really badly you do yeah why because they're all we're all we all think they all taste the same, and they don't.
1: That is true. That could be it. That could be a let's experiment.
0: Yeah, uh, I that would be, be very
1: be. scared about that. But that could be a, well, that could be a nah, let's experiment. Be fine.
0: <laughs> you know, Rainier, a hams an Oli
1: PBR. I did drink. A, I did drink a straight up Budweiser the other a stone. week. Stone. <laughs> I think I told you guys that on the last podcast. I had a straight up Budweiser for the first time ever, oh, yeah, and I was like, heavy. you know what? <laughs> Not as bad. Yeah. Not as bad as I thought it would There's be. There's
0: a reason those beers have been around for a long time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a reason people buy it. It was like that or Bud Light or Miller Light, and I was like, well, I guess I know what. Oh, I
0: probably have hit the Miller Light. Uh, Drink high life, man.
1: Miller Light. Yeah, but I would. But yeah, Miller Light's the worst of the three light beers. Really? IMO. Yeah. Okay. It's been a while. What, but that did could you be... just say Elmo? IMO. Oh, in, in my, my opinion. opinion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> old. i'm getting way old was like, did you just say elmo <laughs> no i did not no actually not at all uh, also doesn't know about stoop kid and hey arnold so that's the thing Sorry, uh, man. <laughs> so there you go there's a that's that's our that's our idea dueling bureaus if you like it if you hate it let us know uh we obviously could switch away from it if you guys do not find this interesting at all <laughs> Boring. Uh, <laughs> hey if that's the case that's fine uh it's, it, it was worth a try i was like I said, it was a last-second decision. Like, hey, let's. Oh, okay. I think this feels smart. Um, but if if you guys like it, we might do it into like a full bracket as we get closer to the basketball tournament of the college athletes who play each other in uniforms in uh, the month between in the month between February, <laughs> February and, and April. April, and sometimes April. But
0: the national championship is in April. I can say that, right?
1: Uh, I think you mean the national game to decide the winner of the of champions said tournament t- in in. in in bouncing balls you can call it basketball of Michael. university <laughs> of university
0: <laughs> bouncing ball of university
1: hell yeah uh, so let us know what you think uh, instagram.com slash beers and us are on our personal pages Mike Lynch 27 for me on twitter and patrick's at p 085 on instagram all right we got a beer of the week that is quite different from these two next uh, i'm very interested to try this one i've never seen a beer like it before in my life uh, so uh, we'll see how it goes that is next here on Bears and us with Mike Lynch and patrick harris Beer of the week time here on beers and us with mike lynch and patrick harris and we are going to switch gears quite drastically from the imperial stout that we just did in the last segment the beer today i believe we've done this brewery once before okay it is wolf tree brewing out of seal rock oregon never heard of it um really no I'm, i think so but i'm it, pretty sure we did a beer of the week from them before because I remember talking about, like, where is Seal Rock? I've never heard of that. I don't know where Seal Wolf Rock Wolf tree's is a really cool name. Um, the beer that we are having today is called Palm L Hef. It is a German-style Hefeweizen brewed with pomegranate. Oh. Yeah. So I saw that, and I went, well, neither of us are particularly huge fans of Hefs. We don't dislike Hefeweizens, but right. it's not our go-to. And this is a stop with pomegranate. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. It's got a cool can. Hmm. 30 IBUs, 6.2%, and uh, Wolf Tree Brewing out of Seal Rock, Oregon. Tickle me intrigued, Elmo. (laughs) Nice. I like that. Uh, Because we forgot to do it last week, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Whoa. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Whoa. Okay. So apologies for forgetting last week. We finished the episode, and I was posting it, and I was like, wait. We even mentioned Sierra Nevada last week, and we didn't do it. What is wrong with us? Lots of things are wrong with us. Well, touche, shame, but all right, so Palmel Hef, the German style hef brewed with pomegranate from Wolf Tree Brewing is our beer of the week. Do it, do it, do it. What do it. color do you think it's gonna that's be?
0: That's what I was wondering. Do it, do it, do it. Uh 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 got really excited that it might be a different color. But it's like a yellow.
1: It has a little bit of a haze going on too. And I don't know if that's means it's hazy or it's just kind of the color going on, but uh
0: Let's see here. Palm El Hefe. Wolf Tree
1: Brewing. I'm not sure it gives much more information than that. That's lame. (laughs) I want more. Well, it is a very, very yellow Hefe color. Uh, It looks almost as if it's hazy, but I do not believe that it's hazy because, well, it's a Hefeweizen.
0: I mean, a lot of true Hefeweizens... uh, They're cloudy. Are cloudy, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's kind of what I was thinking is... This style won't be hazy, right? It'll be cloudy. Ooh, it almost smells like a sour when you smell it because of the pomegranate. It gets that instant smell of like, oh, this is going to be a sharp tasting beer.
0: Definitely Bavarian style Hefeweizen. So thank you. Because that yeast characteristic comes through nice. I'm not getting a ton of pomegranate.
1: You know what I think it does? Is you're right. I'm not getting a ton of pomegranate, but I think that's a good thing. Right, right. Could you I imagine agree. this being like a pomegranate bomb or a Hef? I don't I think it, gonna, it would taste good. It going to come out like pink. Um I think what it does is it really lightens it up a little bit. Because you get you get some of that yeast, some mm-hmm. of that really classic Bavarian style flavor. And then it very quickly lightens out. When you drink like a this type of a Hef, it's like it's almost kind of rich a little bit. Yeah. It's like rich. It's like banana y. It's got the clove flavor going on. There's all sorts of these interesting, like, but really, really flavorful flavors. The pomegranate it almost like mellows it out. It kind of just makes it a nice even finish on the beer to me. I don't know.
0: One thing one thing I'm getting from this beer, and I don't And I smell the pomegranate too. <clears throat> I don't know if I like or dislike it. It's really what's <clears throat> the word I'm looking for? It's really sparkly. <clears throat> yeah. Like, it's it's bubbly.
1: I think that's, maybe that's part of why I feel like it's it's very clean and refreshing at the end with the pomegranate, is it's kind of got that, like, uh, for lack of a better term, it's like you're drinking a really refreshing soda on a hot day, right? Yeah. You get that, like, really good carbonated flavor. Um, I think the pomegranate comes through in the nose, and maybe this is totally wrong because it's not my expertise or anything, but I feel like it's cleaning the beer on the back end instead of making it a really rich kind of thick flavorful half it's like yeah here's a half but you can drink more because it's refreshing that's kind of how it feels to me i don't know
0: um i don't hate this beer that's classic (laughs) words of patrick harris um i don't hate it um this is cool it's different
1: i like when i see stuff like this from breweries that are fairly new Mm -hmm. because it means that they're willing to stretch the boundaries early do something crazy yeah because some of the new breweries like and i don't blame anyone for doing this if i was opening my own brewery I might do something similar in the beginning. It's just very safe styles that you know people like because you want to kind of make a name for yourself. But right, um, it's cool when you see the Brewers have the creative mind to be like, "Well, let's see if this works." Right? Yeah. I mean, I wonder how long they were tinkering with something like this before they decided to release it to the market. Right? Like, how many batches did they make of this? Where they were like, "Ah, no, it needs more of this." Ah, no, it needs more this, of this.
0: I bet you this beer sells like hotcakes at their tap room if they have a tap room. Oh,
1: probably. Yeah. I bet you
0: this beer flies
1: <laughs> it's a very easy that's the funny thing for the color for the style of beer it is as easy drinking as any that i've had for this style and i'm not going to include widmers hef because it's a different it's an american style half which is not the heft that i'm talking about um it's just easy drinking i think it's a solid beer south of newport north of Yahats. okay I guess there's we're getting a little bit more of a like a brewers belt down there cuz you got oh, Ya yeah. brewing, you got this one at Seal Rock, you got obviously Newport's got Rogue. You go up a little bit further, you got the original Pelican.
0: Yeah, I mean then you go up to Tillamook and you've got everything up there and then Cannon Beach, Seaside, yep. Then to Astoria.
1: It's becoming a nice little belt. Long Beach. You could take a nice road trip for a couple of days up the coast and just have a different brewery every single stop you make. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I mean you just keep going.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Plus, you can get down to Florence. Yeah, what's below Yahat's? Is there a brewery down Coos there? Coos Bay and Bandon. Yeah, man, there's tons of stuff down there. I can't remember all their names, but...
1: I think I think the reason I like this beer is because it's really refreshing. I don't love Hefts. It's not my favorite style. I like some of the ideas behind Hefts. I like... Uh, for a very small amount, I like the flavors, and then I get sick of it. Yeah. This allows me to not get sick of it. Yeah. It's It's... Easier drinking than that. So, bravo, Wolf Tree Kudos, Wolf Tree. Great, Thank you. Great Thank name, you. Great name. And uh, I like that you're doing a unique stuff. So, if you guys see this on the shelf and you like Hefts, give it a try. Uh, if it sounds intriguing to you, feel free. Uh, yeah. It's a good beer. Solid beer.
0: Yeah. All right. So. My palate is like <laughs> screaming at me right now. <laughs> oh,
1: relax. What are you doing? <laughs> you're fine. Um. So, next week, I am on vacation Except for on Monday. uh oh So I dun, think dun, dun Last time this happened, we didn't do a podcast because we forgot. Aren't we doing radio on Monday? No. No, that's the next Monday. We have to commit to come in and record on Monday and post a podcast on Monday.
0: Well, good news, Michael. I don't have to work until like
1: 3 o'clock. Perfect. So we will have a new podcast for you next week. on next Monday. Week. Yeah. And then uh, we'll be back to normal after that. Uh, we should be at least. Yeah. I'll be around able to post it during Christmas week and New Year's week and stuff. So, um, and then I think once we get into the new year, I don't know if it's going to change for you at all, but I feel like there's going to be a little bit of an ease to be able to get back into, like, on location. It should be. Not being as busy. It's because for both of us this time of year is kind of an S show. So, um, I'd love to be able to go do the Oregon City thing. I'd love to be able just to go out in random places like we, we had been doing with the yeah. equipment and just recording on-location podcasts. So I'd like to be able to do that. And we've got a bunch of other projects that we've stopped in the middle that we got to finish as well. So. Bang out. yeah.
0: That, everyone else probably pretty much slows down come January, too. So it should allow us to tie up some loose ends.
1: That should be good. Um, next week, maybe we'll do a style podcast. We haven't done one of those in a little bit. Uh, we could just do a quick hit because it's going to be an yeah. early week podcast for you guys. Um, but either way, we'll have something for you very early next week. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Wherever you find a subscribe, rate, review, uh, and it, it it helps. And then uh, even if you haven't downloaded all the episodes yet and you're going to listen at some point, just download them. It helps. We get little download numbers for it, and it, it, it just helps push the podcast out a little bit more. So either way, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Hopefully you guys like the episode. Let us know if you like the Dueling Bureaus idea or if it's kind of a one-shot, one-trick pony, and we're going to move on from it. Let us know what you think. And uh, we'll see you early next week.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.